Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds on 1037 The Buzz. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studio, Joe Franklin, Jason Nicholson, Nate Olson. And today we are going to talk about the NFL playoffs coming up. Can't wait. Yeah, of course we got, you know, plenty of time to break it down. So we're probably not going to get right in depth and breaking down the games because we do our picks at 2.30. So we're uh, going to, you know, talk around it a little bit Mm -hmm. and then we're going to actually make some picks here. And we have Steve Sullivan coming up at 2 o'clock. He's going to talk to us about some Razorback basketball. Yeah. We have uh, a win for the Razorbacks under their belt, and now they try to establish a winning streak and go for another game at home against South Carolina. Mm-hmm. You know, winning cures all, they say. I, I don't know if everything is cured in the basketball program, but you feel a whole lot better when that shot goes in if it didn't. And you're 0 three, and you lose on a shot like you know, like they lost, you know, like like uh, they hit, you know, uh, Mark Mark shot might have saved the season, you know, and that that was a, that would have been, you know, terrible loss, but instead it's a win, and now you feel great, and it's funny how Musk and he can be so low, then they win that game, and even though he wasn't pleased with how it all unfolded, you'd have thought they won the national championship, and he played great because of the interview afterwards. It just he's 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 an emotional guy. Uh, we'll see how things go tomorrow, but you do feel a whole lot better if you're a Razorback fan after what happened the other night. Oh, one and three is much better than zero oh and four. Oh, absolutely. Because it's a bigger hole that you have to climb out of. Yeah, yeah, no, no question about it. And the way Mark played and the shot, I mean, that was that's a game that you're going to remember for a long time. Kudos to the fans that were there. I did not know how many people would get there. When they were talking about you $10 tickets and you could come down from the top, it was a loud crowd. I don't know how many people were there, but it looked like a great crowd and really helped them at the end, I think. If you want to get into the show today, you can call 501-661-1037. Southern Structural Solutions text line, same number, 501-661-1037. Gangster Museum of America Life and Feedback. Now, something that's interesting is uh, NFL Power Rankings, Mm -hmm. and a bunch of different services do them, but NFL.com is the one that we pay most attention to. So, with NFL.com, they rank all 32 teams throughout the regular season. Then when you get into the playoffs, it's mostly about the playoff teams. So, you start out with 14, and they'll rank those going into the playoffs. After that first round, they still rank the 14 because they include the teams that lost, mm-hmm. and then they pare it down from there. So with this latest, with the latest rankings that just happened after the first round of the playoffs, the wild card round, so the Steelers come in at 14, the Eagles 13, uh, and, and it's you know kind of par for the course where the teams that got eliminated, these are the ones that are yes. ranked towards the yeah. bottom. Miami Dolphins 12, Browns 11, Rams 10, Bucks nine, so the Bucks are still in the playoffs, and they're ranked nine. There are eight teams left, so there's a team that lost in that opening round that's ranked ahead of the Bucks. Wow! And it is the Dallas Cowboys. They <laughs> rank them at eight, and so that that's interesting that they're ranked at eight in the latest power rankings, and they're not playing this week. Yeah. So what? I haven't been able to listen with the weather and everything. What what is everybody? What are the listeners saying about the Cowboys fans about McCarthy? I, I thought for sure that he would be fired, and then I know that you know they've had good you know regular season marks, but that was a, I watched that game. It was such a disappointing. I'm not even a Cowboys fan, but just watching that, expecting a good football game and seeing such an egg laid. Uh, 
What 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 are what are people saying? Cowboys. They're, they're disappointed. They wanted uh, a change, especially with the coaching cycle that's out there yeah. with some of the high power coaches yeah. that are available and uh, some of the longtime coaches that have stepped away, but they still want a coach like a Bill Belichick, yeah. Pete Carroll, maybe, you know, that's a possibility also. And um, it makes sense on one hand for the Cowboys, but on the other hand, when you look at the coaching cycle, you have to kind of weigh the options to see – are you, you know, are you going to miss out on a better coach this year? Because the feeling is, for most Cowboys fans, they missed out on Sean Payton. Yeah. Like, that window closed. Right. Because they didn't make a change last year. Now, you're in a space where the same thing could happen this season. It works out for the Cowboys because of the fact that Mike McCarthy is going into the last year of his contract. So, they look at three 12-5 seasons and say there's success there. They're, you know, you're having a chance of getting into the playoffs, and once you get into the playoffs, you know, what can happen from there? Mm-hmm. Now, they haven't seen the results that they want to see, but if you're talking about going into this season, one year under contract, and then if you get the results that you want, you can extend. If you don't get the results you want, the contract expires, and then you can bring somebody else in. Yeah, and every everything has a business aspect to it, and I, you know, that that's probably what they're thinking it's just uh you know i live with two cowboys fans and it's just, just you know every year you get your hopes up that that, that you're going to turn the corner and get to the playoffs and it doesn't work out and, and I, I think a lot of people thought that they'd at least get to the nfc championship i i was even in that camp that thought it was possible but the green bay team did worry me you know i, I watched them a little bit at, at the end of the season saw them play the chiefs and you know J- jordan love is just on fire I mean that that's why you know San Francisco better be ready to play because uh, you know we and we'll talk more about it later but you know they're playing with house money right now and and playing really the way they played against Dallas I mean it was just footloose fancy free just you know they they were aggressive and you could see it was a team they had nothing to lose and the Cowboys kind of came in there thinking well you know we're going to kind of cakewalk through this and they're down 27 nothing so uh, that that was not good. I I can't imagine being a Cowboys fan, you know, from the '90s when you had all that success, and now you you, you know you haven't been able to duplicate it at all since then. That's just uh, it's got to be frustrating. Now, with the two Cowboys fans you live with, what, what's the feeling there, and how did they become Cowboys fans? Well, my my wife's been one forever, you know, in the '90s uh, or '80s, and then my oh, my youngest son Luke is a Cowboys and Cardinals fan like his mom. And then J.D. is my oldest son is a Chiefs fan, a Cubs fan like I Wow. Am. So it's a house divided, and there's, it's been kind of, kind of you know, a lot of tension in that house at sometimes. But Luke, uh, Luke's fed up with it. He's mad. And, uh, you know, he we went to the Seahawks-Cowboys uh, game. He really likes Geno Smith because he picked him up on his fantasy team. He likes the comeback story of Geno. So he was really kind of rooting for them to beat Dallas, and my <laughs> wife, he has a Geno Smith jersey, and he's got another one coming. Don't tell him that. It's the blue throwback line. Just bought it for him. Don't don't tell him that. But uh, it's a surprise. But uh, he wanted to wear that there, and she said absolutely not. So he was wearing his Michael Irvin throwback jersey there. But he's he's kind of fed up with it. He's like, you know, you tell me about all the success, but all I'm seeing is choking. You know. And, and and he's seen the Cardinals. He was a newborn when they won the World Series in '11, but he's getting fed up with them too because they they have not done what he'd hoped in his lifetime so far. So he is he is on the verge of hanging up the Cowboys jersey. The 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 uh, Cardinals jersey is still in the closet <laughs> and he wears it, but it's with reluctance. So uh, they they better get their act together or they're going to lose Luke, and that would not be, go well with his uh, moms. So well, he's my at, wife. he's at that age though. If you decide that you want to have another team, he's twelve, right? Yes. Okay. If you're twelve and you decide you want to have another team, go for it. Go go get another team. But if you make that decision at that age, whatever team you choose, that's the team you, you need to be a lifelong it. fan well, of. And I'm kind of told him that, and you know, it's funny because. Grew up not liking the Cowboys, not liking the Cardinals at all, because I'm a Cubs fan, and I'm like having to like tell him like, dude, just just stick with them, you know. I'm 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 the one that I'm like lobbying for him because I think it's cool that you know he and my wife share that, 
And I, I think he'll stick with him, but it's just, you know, he, he gets frustrated very easily with, the, with games. He gets mad. It gets to a point sometimes where Sheena says he has to turn the, the game off and go to bed because he gets kind of mad. And I, I, said, I said, you know, years ago you would never have been mad. They won all the time. And he said, well, I've never seen that. So, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and, you know, with kids, they are heavily influenced by the teams they see, the teams that are winning. Yeah. And uh, a lot of times that's how – as a kid, you do become a fan if it's not linked to yeah. a family tie, a family member, and and that's where it is for him. So, you know, like we said, we'll he, he can he can choose at this point if yeah. he wants to uh, if he wants to take a different path, go for it. We'll we'll see. But if he uh, if he sticks with the Cowboys, you got to stick with him. him. I hope he sticks with him. And uh, you know, he's a Spurs fan too, like she is. And they're terrible. We went over there to Memphis and watched them, and he's he's proudly wore his Spurs hat over there. So, I think he's sticking with them. He likes Wembenyana, however, however hell you however you say it. <laughs> what are your thoughts on this, Jace, with uh, the Cowboys? And then you're an Eagles fan. There's a lot of talk about Nick Sirianni. Good. Okay. Uh, with the Cowboys, I don't think your son's the only one that's getting fed up with him right now, so I don't think he's in a bad spot. <laughs> um, when it comes to my thoughts on him, like uh, it makes me feel good to see him lose that bad. You know, Watching the game, though, I was really surprised. I, I think I was with everybody else thinking they'd at least get to the uh, NFC Championship. When it comes to the Eagles, I think Sirianni's going to be okay. I think really it's going to be Johnson that's, that's going to go along with um, Patricia. And I think that's a smart move. I understand that he gets a lot of flack being the head coach and whatnot, but, I mean, you look at last season, are they going to put that all on him and say that he's the reason why we won all those games or are they going to put it on our coordinators? And it's the fact that I think we don't need another Doug Peterson where he comes in, we won a Super Bowl, everybody's all good and happy, and then, like, two seasons go down the drain and they dump him. You know, I think, I think everybody's just getting a little too impatient with head coaches. Let's go to the phones and talk to Toby. What's up, Toby? Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. I've got just a um, couple of things I want to say. For the longest, two people have been telling all of the Cowboy fans one thing. The two people are Stephen Smith and, uh, and me. And that is until the Cowboys get rid of Dak Prescott. Honestly, they, they would never, ever win another championship. I like Dak as a person. Most people say that. But I'm telling you, he just cannot perform under pressure. And so that's a critical thing they've got to correct. They've got to correct that. And um, and this thing about um, San Francisco and Green Bay, you know, I think San Francisco is going to expose Green Bay. And um, and, and so, listen, thank you. Yeah, I appreciate the call, Toby. We'll see if, if uh, the Packers can keep it rolling. Now, they are running into a team that is explosive on offense in the 49ers and really talented on defense. When they've had all their pieces, they've been healthy. They've looked like one of the top two teams in the mm-hmm. NFL all season. And I think that got their attention, too. I mean, they're, they're not going to be caught unaware after seeing what happened and watching that tape, and they know they've got to come out and play. Say, so, hey, I... I'll tell you my prediction later, but spoiler alert, I'm picking the 49ers. Okay. All right. We can go with it. We can go with an early pick there. We have more about a bounds coming up live from the Hogsmeade Market Studio. Joe Franklin, Jace Nicholson, Nate Olson. Stay tuned. Listen for Coach Kevin Kelly Wednesdays during the Zone, presented by the Wooder Rock Athletic Club. Join the Wooder Rock Athletic Club and save 30% off joining fees with no monthly contract. LRAC.com. This is 
Sports Center. Last night in college basketball, Winter Rock beat Southern Indiana 77-75 behind K.K. Robinson's 20 points, 12 rebounds, and 7 assists. The Trojans won't play again until next Thursday when they host Lindenwood. Central Arkansas took down Lipscomb 96-86. They were led by true freshman Tucker Anderson, who had 26 points on 8 of 12 from the floor and 6 of 10 from 3. The Bears will face the Governors of Austin P tomorrow. And Arkansas will try to win their second straight SEC game as they get back on the court tomorrow and host South Carolina. The Gamecocks come into the matchup with a 14-3 record. Tip is set for 12. Coverage can be heard on the buzz. Stay tuned afterwards for the Guatney Automotive postgame show. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. It's a new year, and the new you deserves a new ride. From Guadney Buick GMC, it's tax time. You worked hard all year, you paid in. Now, you need to get paid. Because at Guadney Buick GMC, your refund is going farther than ever before. Call 501-945-4444. Combining current offers, purchase allowances, and cash back with your refund makes it the best time to trade before tax season is over. Stack your tax refund on up to $6,000 purchase allowance. On 2023 and 24 GMC Sierra 1500s, equipped with the 5.3 V8, requires eligible trade. Winter is here. Choose from a lot full of four-wheel drive and all-wheel drive vehicles. You will be approved. So make your New Year's resolution to upgrade your trade at Guadney Buick GMC, next to Sam's Club. Call 501-945-4444, 5700 Landers Road in North Little Rock, Guadney, Buick, GMC.com. GMC, we are professional grade. See dealer for details. Today is the day. After countless hours of research, cutting back expenses, and nine months of anxiously waiting for her, today is the day you finally bring home your new car. It's also the day to protect her with an auto policy from Shelter Insurance. Our policies are competitively priced and include new car replacement coverage if anything were to happen to your new baby. See shelter agent Kyle Stone in Pine Bluff, Grant Westmoreland in Sheridan, or Sam Eklund in Star City. Mow, dig, haul, lift. The versatile Kubota BX Series subcompact tractor does it all. Switching attachments is simple, and a smooth hydrostatic transmission makes for easy operation. The Kubota BX Series, rated number one in durability and owner experience. Talk to your local Kubota dealer today to schedule a demo. Go to KubotaUSA.com for full disclaimer. River Valley Tractor, closer than you think. Hey, it's the Shooter Pat Bradley, and I'll be on Morning Mayhem Weekly, presented by Gary Hill, MSS Oil Splash Car Wash. There hasn't been an oil man specialist like Gary Hill since J.R. Ewing. Get your oil changed and car washed at Splash Car Wash. Go to cleancarfast.com for an unlimited wash pass. If you are looking for a safe and loving home for you or your loved one, visit Heartland Rehabilitation and Care Center. Just 15 minutes from Little Rock and Benton, our skilled nursing staff is dedicated to providing quality long-term care and short-term therapy. Visit heartlandrehabcenter.com. You can call Heartland home. This is Pat Bradley for River City Flooring, where you can pick your payment. Get 0% interest for 12, 24, or 36 months, and River City Flooring in Maumel is where you'll save 50% on all in-stock waterproof LVP flooring. And did you know River City Flooring carries cabinets? So stop in and let my friends at River City Flooring help you with your remodel. Kitchen, bath, living, dining, they do it all. Check out River City Flooring in Maumel at their huge new showroom on Maumel Boulevard just off 430. Tune in each day to Drive Time Sports to hear Trey Biddy talk all things Razorbacks. Brought to you by Chris Crane Hyundai, Arkansas's number one Hyundai dealer, and Genesis of Conway, Arkansas's only Genesis dealer. Genesis of Conway, the future of luxury today. Have a watch party that everyone wants to attend at your house with the best of meats in the business. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people.
Welcome back to Out of Bounds, live from the Hogs Meat Market Studio. Joe Franklin, Jace Nicholson, Nate Olson. Talking about Mike McCarthy and his contract. It goes through the 2024 season. So Cowboys are going to look to uh, keep going with him for at least another season, see what happens from there. But we often hear players and people talking about players making a business decision on the field, on the court. But in this case, the Cowboys made it a business decision. Yeah, and 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 maybe it's the right one. I, you, you would you would think for sure next year though, if they don't get a deep playoff run, I would think they move on from him. They, you know, what you always have to look at. We were talking, you know, off the air about different personnel changes on teams. Who are you going to get? You know, too. Like, it's okay to let somebody go. It's okay to say you don't like that Prescott. Who's going to be your quarterback? Who are you going to get? Who's going to be the Who's going to be the coach? Uh, I really thought they might be intrigued with Bill Belichick, uh, but you know, because it's kind of a similar situation with Bill Parcells. I think when he came there, maybe a little member. It was yeah, kind of at the end and of his Jimmy career. Johnson, if you yeah. want to say that. Yeah, uh, but I don't know how well those guys mesh. You know, and and. I'm interested to hear about the old Falcons thing because you interviewed they interviewed him and Jim Harbaugh, so I feel like Belichick wants to go somewhere where he has more control again. I don't don't do you do you agree with that? Do you think he's gonna wants to be the GM at the next place or just be coach? I think he he's willing to just be a coach okay. at this point. Okay, and um, he did say something that was that was kind of interesting. Where it's like he said he wants to go to teams that are talented. But maybe they're a few pieces away from uh-huh. getting to where they want to be. So he's saying that as the coach, that he could be a missing piece. But also, the Falcon situation, they need a quarterback. And they're going to be looking to get another quarterback. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just wonder, like at Dallas, that would, if that had been open, that kind of would be a fit for him. Because it maybe need just somebody with a little bit of that pedigree. Even though you know McCarthy has been in the Super Bowl and all that. Um, that 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 that's going to be interesting to see. It's also going to be interesting to see when he lands somewhere, how he does interact with the GM because he has had that autonomy. But he's also been around long enough to know that you know if you sign on for something, that's what you signed up for. So uh, if you don't get along with the GM, you're not going to win. No, coaches and GMs are connected these yeah, days you gotta, because you got to be on the same. Page. Whenever they let the coach go, most of the times they let the GM go. And in that case, with the Patriots. Bill Belichick, he was one in the same. Yeah, right. Uh, no question about that. It, 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 it'll be I, – I, I thought originally maybe the Chargers would be where he goes. A lot of people are talking about that. Because you, know. you have the quarterback in place. You brought up a great point also, though, in talking about the Cowboys where you, you don't want to make that change to both at the same time. Yeah. Like if you lose a coach, you want to be able to replace that coach. You want to bring somebody in. You don't want to lose a coach and quarterback at the same time. Yeah. It has to be one or the other. Like, if they decided, in this case, we're going to stick with McCarthy, but we're going to shop around the quarterback and, and we're going to ship Dak out. If, if that were to happen, then, you know, there would be some people on both sides of that where they would like the move and others wouldn't like the move so much. But it, people would understand the move. Right, yeah. And and when you read off those all pro lists last week, or the you know the all NFL teams, Prescott's a second team guy, so he's doing something right. But when you lose, you are going to look for the fans look for somebody to blame. Usually, it's the head coach and then the quarterback. You know, you get all the glory if you're the coach, you get all the glory if you're the quarterback. But if you lose, the fingers pointed. He did not play well in that game. But did anyone play well in that game? No. Uh, that, that Especially enti- not the defense. Yeah, the entire team played horrible in the defense. That was the worst uh, performance they've had in the whole year. I, I don't know where they were. You know, I expected at the very least if the offense sputtered, the defense would kind of save the day, and it, it, that didn't happen. Let's go through some more of these power rankings. So coming in at number seven, and these are of the eight playoff teams remaining. Of course, the Bucks are number nine outside of that. But at seven, it's the Packers. The team that beat the Cowboys, they rank right in front of them on the current NFL power rankings. And now they go in to take on the 49ers, the number one overall seed for for the NFC this week. But we see that um, going into that game against the Cowboys, the concern for the Packers was their defense. But their defense seemed to show up and play well. And now 
once again, going into this game against the Niners, it's going to be a concern because you know what the Niners can do offensively, how explosive they are. You know, if they take care of business and just, you know, play 49er football, I mean, they, they could be the Super Bowl champs. And, and you know, there's been some games where Purdy hasn't played well. Of course, I'm, you know, I kind of root for him because he went to Iowa State. Like, Justin and I are big Cyclone fans, so we, we are glad to see Brock Purdy doing well. I can so you're, you're more of a Cyclones fan than a Hawkeye? Yeah, I, yep. And, and I, didn't go, I didn't go to Iowa State like Justin did. I got accepted there. I went to school in Missouri, but my dad's an alum, and I grew up an hour from campus. So I, I spent a lot of time at Iowa State, so still root for them. And J.D. is a big Iowa State fan. Both my kids like the Razorbacks, of course, but J.D. likes the Cyclones a little bit. So we, we root for Purdy, and, and I think as long as he doesn't – he had a couple of bad games this year. You know, in the one game, I think he had four picks. If he can stay away from that, uh, I don't think that Green Bay really played all that well, except it was just that – Dallas didn't show up, but I mean, you know, you got to give Green Bay credit. But some of those the 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 interceptions were, you know, I think a little flukish. I, I don't think uh, Purdy's going to make those mistakes. But um, like I said before, if you're you're the Forty ers you've got to take them seriously. And if you're Green Bay, you have nothing to lose. Nobody's picking you to win. And Love's as hot as anybody right now. So it just takes a couple. You saw in that Dallas game, it takes a couple of mistakes to get you out of rhythm and the next thing you know you're down 14 nothing and you're hitting the panic button a little bit because you're the favorite to win the whole thing well these teams know each other well and it starts with the head coaches matt lafleur kyle shanahan worked together for a number of years so they they have an idea of you know whether the details in it with the formations the plays they know what the other is thinking at times and uh Maybe they could give some tips to their defense, their defensive coordinator, to look out for. And even in practice this week with running the scout team, they they can really focus in on trying to defend the other team from an offensive standpoint. The defense, they can get them up to par on uh, on how to defend them. Going to be a classic uh, chess match. And when, whenever two coaches know each other that well, uh, it's going to be – it's going to be something to see. Uh, I just think the 49ers, if, if their defense shows up like Dallas didn't, I think that they could frustrate Love a little bit. And being at home, uh, everything kind of points in their favor. Um, I think you just have to go in and play mistake-free football. If you do that, uh, everything should shake out. You've got the more talented team, uh, the better roster. Purdy's a great quarterback. Um, he looked human at times this year, but he's still very good. It was at a time when they were missing some of their key components, yeah. especially on that offensive side of the ball, that um, you know they, they had some mistakes that were made, and they lost three games in a row. They had a three-game losing streak. But when they've been healthy, they've been one of the more dominant teams, yeah. except for one game when they played against the Ravens. That's the one that stands out. Yes, That's the yes. outlier. Let's go to the phones and talk to Carl. What's up, Carl? What's up, guys? Hey, Nate. How's it going? Joe? Hey, what's up, Carl? Hey. Hey, this is Coach Carl. So, hey, I, I wanted to call yesterday, Joe, when you had uh, the pigskin in there. So, uh, I, I, I'm with him on one thing about uh, – I go back to Jim Harbaugh. I know, I want to, I know it's a shift. Y'all are talking NFL, but – Y'all, you're, you're fine. That, what, what irks me about people, and they get all over Jim Harbaugh, like, you're going to tell me that nobody cheats. Come on. Like, okay. I, now, did he do it or not? I don't know. But I'm going to tell you, back in I'm, – I'm older – all right, so yeah, I played I played high school ball back in the late '80s. So go to college in the early '90s. You know, um, that's what that's what we did. You know, you sit coaches they scouted other teams, and apparently that's become a rule. I guess in the late '90s, early 2000s, I you know I I'm not a football guy, I'm a baseball guy, but I, I, I you know coach is a coach. But I can tell you right now, I, just, I think that they won the national championship fair square. If you cheat or not, I mean. You guys, you guys square it up. I mean, one thing about football, it doesn't matter. I could, it, like back in the day with Malham up Cabot, man, you know what they were going to run. They just lined up and they started pushing y'all over the place. It didn't matter. <laughs> so, True. you know, you've got to be able to still stop it. It doesn't matter. So for people to whine like this, come on. That's, <laughs> that's just, I, I'm sorry. It, it's, it's ridiculous, and I'm sorry. Good Congratulations, Jim Harbaugh. I think it's great. Fine. What did you do that was not any different than anything else anybody else has ever done? 
They send scouts. I promise you people have got scouts in the stand somewhere. They've got somebody that's unofficially there. So if that that's just, I, I'm, I don't know, that one irks me a little bit, and I just wanted to please let him know that he has every right to be, you know, kind of pumping his fist and everything else. Oh, yeah, he's definitely going to do that. He's going to celebrate that championship. We appreciate it, Carl. If you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. That was That's the old baseball model. Now, the Astros took that a little bit far with trash cans and buzzers and everything. And they still didn't take anything away from them. No, and you, you had, we talked about Belichick, the Spygate thing with the cameras and stuff. That was all kind of just, you know, brushed under the the carpet, you know, the rug. And, uh, yeah, I, I that didn't particularly bother me much about Harbaugh either. I, I you know, I, I didn't. I didn't look uh, at all the specific charges about that, but I mean, I think more people do that. I think what, maybe what it was—it was so blatant. Maybe uh, that and and people saw it, but um, I don't think that's why they won. I don't think he's a bad coach, um, and I think everybody is trying to get an advantage if they can. Uh, you know, Houston, like I said, they took it to an extreme. I think New England took it to extreme with video on other people's practices or allegedly or whatever they, they did back then. Remember that, the whole Spygate thing? I, but, I think this one kind of fits the mold of that, but still, it's like you see what they did on the field. Yeah. And for Michigan, it's more of a credit to that team because Harbaugh was missing for half the season. Yeah, In 12 games of the regular season, he coached them in six games. Yep. So that's a big time credit to Michigan and what they were able to accomplish. Yeah, I I agree on that, and I thought that was a lot of games. I mean, you know, I, you, you can say you paid the paid the price for it. Um, I would not have a hesitation to hire him after that. I don't think that you know it hurt his credibility in my mind. Uh, I would hire him as if I'm an NFL team. I don't think that'd be a red flag for me, and I think I just think that that is a whole lot more commonplace. I mean. You know, the whole, whenever you played baseball, I mean, you're always trying to see what the other team's going to do, what the pitch, you know, tip and pitches and and stuff like that. It was an art, and the way you got, you know, you punished people for that was you threw at them. I mean, if you if if somebody if you thought somebody was stealing your signs, the pit, the catcher and pitcher would talk, and the next inning they plunk somebody. You know, that's how they took care of that. So that was always part of it. I think it's been part of it in football too. Uh, if you are smart enough to be able to figure out what they're calling, and you're not using any kind of advanced technology like a camera or something, I I don't doesn't really bother me too much. I think it's part of it. I I would be interested to talk to some football coaches, um, and, and I've never heard of this happening in high school or anything like that. But I mean, you know, I deal with a lot of high school coaches. I'd be interested to to talk to them and see if that's something that would bother them. You know, if somebody was trying to figure it out. Well, well, for the ones that that maybe take that approach, of course, it's not going to bother them at all. Well, right, right. But if, if, if somebody thought that somebody was stealing their signs, do you get mad about that? You, what do you do? Um, I'm also going to tell you that it seems like in this day and age, it would be hard to steal things because they use these elaborate pictures and, and all that stuff, and they hide some of it. Like, when I was at the Iowa State game, you know, the Liberty Bowl, they're, they're like, they put up like... Uh, different tarps and different things that try to throw people off and then they're using those pictures i i don't know how you exactly decipher all that stuff um i guess you watch film and then you figure out what the i don't know but if they were doing something really elaborate like that like the trash cans i can see that you know and and, and maybe that's what the ncaa and the big 10 determined i i i didn't get too much into it i didn't read a lot into it but uh you know that must have been kind of what they thought they're, they're going to celebrate that championship that was won on the field, yeah, though. Yeah. They'll do that. Exactly. Jace, as a college football player, you, you look for advantages, and everybody watches film. Naturally, so yeah. you're able to pick up on certain things. Were you ever, ever able to pick up on certain things during the game? Like you saw that, uh, you know, certain formations or, you know, how players lined up a certain way, and you were able to pick up on, on things that would help you during a game. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, like you said, everybody tries to get advantages. And, you know, it's it's so blatantly known to the fact that, like he was mentioning, they've got, you know, carps and uh, tarps and certain things to cover up their signal callers. 
and it's even I can't remember what team it is that's gone viral for it, but you got three different play callers and three different colors and like the players know which one to pay attention to. So it's like everybody knows this happens. I just think I agree with the fact that I think it was just so blatant and that everybody knew yeah. that he did it. I think that's why they made a big deal of it. And I, I always wonder is it because he went to games and did it? Because you know, during the game, that's exactly what you do. You watch the other team, kind of see their play calls. You hear a, you hear them uh, make a change. You kind of get that pattern. So you're basically scouting in game. But I think uh, you just got to where's the line at? I think that's what it is. Where's the line of like, okay, that's too much scouting. I guess is what you could say. And when is just the right amount of scouting? And, and that is something that was key to this, because of the fact that he went to games, and then when they really got the details on it. They saw him standing on the sideline with a different team in their team colors. And, uh, and that was kind of odd in itself because it's like there were people that recognized that he shouldn't have been on the sidelines. And they were questioning who he was and why he was there. But when you're in the game, the game goes on. So what can you really do besides have somebody from your security team say that this person has to be removed from the sideline? Now... It was one thing that they didn't recognize him, but he had credentials and everything. So that's taking it a step further when you go to that extent, you're on the sideline, you have credentials, and you're doing everything you can possible to get that advantage. Well, that's that's trash can buzzer territory right there. But it's not like, well, with the NCAA, we don't know what they're going to do, but we've seen in instances with the uh, NFL – MLB, like there were sanctions for it, but nothing changed as far as a championship. The Astros thing really bothered me, uh, and I'm you know I just told you if you ain't cheating, if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. I I, I like the old baseball way of doing things, but it just with the buzzers and trash cans. There's there's a PBS special about that that I need to watch that really goes deep into how they did that, and I I, I need to watch that sometime. Somebody sent it to me on YouTube, but uh, that bugged me. Because never really, I don't really like the Astros anyway. They've always kind of bugged me being a Cubs fan when they were in the NL Central, and then and just you know, I think that gave them a big advantage. And doing the elaborate stuff, I mean, it goes it goes way beyond you know tipping signs and watching the catcher. You know, when you're when you have a buzzer and you have trash cans and stuff. And I really can't believe it took that long to, to you know find out. I mean, it, it, you would think somebody would have would have found out earlier, but it's also that same concept, though. Of you still like if you know what the play is, you still have to stop it in some kind yeah. of way. If you know what pitch is coming as a baseball player, you still have to be able to hit the ball. That's true. But one of the things as a hitter, you're always trying to figure out. You know, you're thinking a good hitter thinks fastball and then adjusts to an off-speed pitch, but. If you, I mean, most major league guys, if a fastball is coming, they can hit. You know, I talked to Torrey Hunter one time. He said, hitting a 99-mile-an-hour fastball is not hard for me. It's when the ball is coming in and it's going in the dirt on the, you know, a slider or something. He said, I can hit a fastball. And, you know, and when I know that's coming, you know, I and it's a you know, 2-0 count and they've got to throw it down the middle, that's when I hit that thing, you know, 400 feet. But uh, so that that, I think that is an advantage if you know a fastball is coming because, a lot of guys can hit them. So, but yeah, you're right. You still have to do it. That was the same thing with the steroid stuff. I mean, you still got to, you know, Barry Bonds, you, you can be strong. You still have to be able to hit the baseball. Oh, yeah. They talked the argument about steroids. Yeah, they talked about the ball flying five to 10 feet longer. Yeah. But Barry Bonds was a great hitter before yeah. any of the allegations or anything. Yeah, and Torrey Hunter told me one time, he said he would have been in the Hall of Fame no matter what. Absolutely. Yeah. And he still should be. Yeah, I agree. And there are plenty of other players that, and coaches, if you want to bring Pete Rose into the argument, yes. that he should be in the yeah, Baseball Hall of Fame. Yeah. We, we have more about Out of Bounds coming up after this break. Live from the Hogsmeade Market Studio, Joe Franklin, Jason Nicholson, Nate Olson. Stay tuned. Saw 
the wait is over. Brewski's North is officially open for business in the Lakewood Village Shopping Center. Doors open at 11 a.m. with all of your pub grub favorites and happy hour drink specials. Come get your grub on with the all-new Smash Burger lineup, best wings in the city with 11 different sauces, or try the new additions to the menu like the spicy Asian chicken salad. Live music starts the weekend every Thursday with karaoke every Friday and Saturday. Brewski's North, you're home for lunch, happy hour, and late night. Ladies and gentlemen, get ready for a night of heart-pounding action. Pinnacle Fight Night, where warriors become legends. On February 3rd, experience the thrill of professional boxing as top fighters Carlos Nava, 10-0 with six knockouts, and Thomas Candyman Blair, 7-0 with three knockouts, defend their perfect records. At the Maumelle Event Center, as fighters from around the U.S. compete for victory. Don't miss the chance to be a part of history. Tickets are selling fast, so grab yours today at Eventbrite. Pinnacle Fight Night, where legends are made. Coach Nolan Richardson joins Randy and Rick every Thursday for Rollin' with Nolan, presented by Slim Chickens of Central Arkansas. There are a lot of places to get chicken, but there's only one Slim's. It's Rollin' with Nolan, Thursday at 6 on 103.7 The Buzz. This is the Pigskin Preacher, bringing you the word. After watching the officials take a victory away from Detroit and gift it to Dallas, I thought of Leonard Cohen's words in the song Everybody Knows. Everybody knows that the dice are loaded. Everybody rolls with their fingers crossed. Everybody knows the war is over. Everybody knows the good guys lost. Everybody knows the fight was fixed. The poor stay poor, the rich get rich. That's how it goes. Everybody knows. Well, everybody but Dallas fans anyway, and that ref. What all NFL fans can agree on is that Double B's is the best in the league. The best for drinks, snacks, hot food and coffee, and a bunch of other things. It's Double B's. It's where you gas it, grab it, and go. That's Double B's. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's corporate cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp's software collects and verifies receipts automatically which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp. Just go to ramp.com sports. Ramp.com sports. R-A-M-P dot com slash sports. This is Pat Bradley for Alcoa Community Federal Credit Union in their New Year's Auto Loan Special. Listen close. Offer ends January 31st. 3.99% interest on 22, 23, and 24 models. No payments for 90 days or up to 84 months financing. Don't delay. The Alcoa Community FCU New Year's Auto Loan Special with rates as low as 3.99% ends January 31st. Get pre-approved online at alcoacommunityfcu.org. Serving Saline, Grant, Garland, Hot Spring, and Perry Counties. It's football time in Arkansas. Step up to the line of scrimmage each Tuesday during Drive Time Sports for Scoop and Score with me, Kevin Bohannon. I'll give you the latest news and information about anything football from high school to college in the natural state. Special thanks to the Wood Family of Dealerships in Batesville for making this all happen. It's not just about the size of the meat, it's about where you get it from. So get it from Hogs Meat Market in North Little Rock. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. Corner of Cherry 
Welcome back to Out of Bounds, live from the Hogs Meat Market Studio. Joe Franklin, Jace Nicholson, Nate Olson. If you want to get in on the show, you can call 501-661-1037. Southern Structural Solutions text line, same number, 501-661-1037. Gangster Museum of America live fan feedback. Let's get back into more of the NFL power rankings. We just talked about the Packers come in at number seven. Next is the Houston Texans. They are six. So back-to-back teams that are taking on the number one seeds in the AFC and NFC. So now it's the Texans who come in at six, 11-7 on the season, including their one playoff win. How do you feel about them going to Baltimore? They they played the Ravens the first game of the regular season, and you're talking about at that time, rookie head coach, rookie quarterback, and you can see that throughout the season, they've taken steps, yeah. many steps since that point where they began the season uh, as a young team, a lot of new pieces in places. So they're a much different team now than they were then, um, and they were really impressive against the Browns. Now, everything is based on matchups, but if they could play the way that they played against the Browns, you give them a chance against the Ravens. Yeah, I, I, I agree. And Stroud's not playing like a rookie anymore. Just like, you know, Jordan Love. I mean, he's hot. Stroud's hot. Uh, and and I felt like a little bit the Ravens were, you know, maybe a little overrated now. What they did, you talked about that 49ers win. That That might have, you know change my mind a little bit but I still think in the playoffs no I'm I'm just still not convinced they're going to go to the Super Bowl I I feel like somebody's going to beat them I I just that's how you're feeling about the Ravens yes yeah and you know may not happen this week it may be the Chiefs or or Buffalo I mean if Buffalo beats Kansas City Uh, I see I see where you're going but but, but, (laughs) you know who I'm going to pick but if Buffalo beats them Man, you know, if Allen doesn't turn the ball over, they're hard to beat, you know, and and, and they, they could play with the Ravens. I think the Chiefs or the Bills can play with the Ravens. But we'll, we'll get more into that during the picks. But uh, Stroud, I like him, and I like I like the coaching staff. This is They, they have really um, built something that Clint Sterner down there on Texas Radio, the former Razorback, can get excited about. I think he's been looking for something to put his – put his hat hang his hat on with the Texans I think they've got it and I think that they're going to be a team of the future um they could fast forward that a little bit with a win it's not going to surprise me if it's a close game I just you know with 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 Baltimore having the week off and you've got a lot of I mean there's a lot of pressure being a number one seed when everybody thinks just like with San Francisco everybody thinks they're going to the Super Bowl a lot of people do they're number one seed they've got the home field advantage and they and they've been there. That's the difference yeah. with them and the Ravens. Yeah. The Ravens, they uh, they went to the playoffs last year, but they were eliminated in the first game. The Niners have been making deep runs yes. every year. Yes, yeah, and 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 I do you know like Harbaugh. He's been there before, uh, John Harbaugh. That is, uh, but this is a different team, and it's it's all different when you're experiencing it as that as that team to beat. So. I think Stroud, you know, it's the same thing with the Packers. You're playing with house money. Nobody thinks you're going to win. You, you go in there and play aggressive and go for it. And, uh, you know, a few years ago, the Texans had the Chiefs on the major ropes. You remember that? And Chiefs were able to come back in it. But, uh, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see We'll see how that goes. But I I, I think it could be a close game. I, I just really like the way they're playing right now. Let's go to the phones and talk to Navy Mike. What's up, Mike? Hey, what's up, guys? You know, um, as far as the playoffs, I, you know, last year you had you know both number one seeds make make it to the to the Super Bowl, but that's only happened fourteen times in fifty seven Super Bowls. So the you know like that guy was the, the, your guest was saying, um, you know, the chances of both you know the the Ravens and the Niners making it is pretty slim. Like it's, it's more more often than not that don't happen. So and I and I think Houston could absolutely upset um, you know the the Ravens. C.J. Stroud's playing out of his mind. He's probably the best court, rookie quarterback we've seen since I want to say probably Dan Marino. Um, you know and and Andrew um, Luck, Andrew Peyton Luck. Yeah, but I, I'm not, 
I mean, I mean, it, I think he would be the first one since Dan Marino to get to a Super Bowl if he was able to do that. Um, but as a team as a whole, Houston, you know, reminds me a lot of the Bengals uh, what was it, a couple years ago when they made their run as a was they weren't they a seven seed or a six seed? They were ten and seven. Joe Burrow took them. Um, yeah, they got in at the end. Yeah, nobody saw that coming. So, um, you know. The, I mean, like I said, you're going to see one of these teams get knocked off. And I, get, and like I uh, said, uh, the ball with the Ravens, I think maybe look a little more vulnerable than the uh, Niners do, even though they beat the Niners in the regular season. So um, I'll just get you guys comments on that, whatnot, and y'all take care, man. Appreciate it, Mike. Yeah, it is all based on matchups, and you know everybody has that thought in mind about the Ravens and Niners. They saw them in the regular season, and that's where everybody's thought is that. You know, that's the matchup we're going to see, but they both have to get there. They have games to win to be able to see each other because everybody's focused on what that game will look like if they match up, but they have to win and they have to take the steps necessary to get there. Mm-hmm. And you have to look at who you might play. I mean, you know, in the NFC, are you more afraid of Buffalo or Kansas City or are you more afraid of Detroit, Tampa Bay? You know, I, even Detroit, I love them. I love Dan Campbell, but that that would be, you know, something that they've never experienced. I mean, every 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 playoff win is something that you haven't seen much. And so, if you're playing Buffalo or Kansas City to go to the Super Bowl, that's serious business. I mean, both those teams, you know, but Buffalo hasn't been there. Kansas City, in particular, you know, they know what it takes. They played in big games. Buffalo has too, so I I think they have a harder road uh, than San Francisco does. Uh, I really do, and and you know I, Lamar Jackson's played great, but I don't think anybody has really been able to put the pressure on him where he you know come from behind and stuff like that. Uh, and, and I think that'd be the key to beating them. What's amazing with them also is they deal with injuries every like major injuries every year. And they seem to still be able to to get to a certain point where they're going to have a shot at it. Last year, they were able to make the playoffs without Lamar Jackson. The year before, they faded down the stretch. They weren't able to get in. But they deal with major injuries every year. Yeah, that's good coaching, too, uh, and, and personnel that can step up. But going into the season... The storyline was about the AFC and the quarterbacks in the AFC, how it was loaded with so many teams, and now you're starting to still see that play out throughout the playoffs. Yeah, that's right. We have more of Out of Bounds coming up live from the Hogs Meat Market Studio. Joe Franklin, Jason Nicholson, Nate Olson. Stay tuned. Dan Hampton joins Morning Mayhem each week for a little football talk courtesy of Metro Towing and Recovery and Central Termite and Pest Control. Serious injuries happen every day. If it happens to you, don't wait. Dial 8. Dial 8 for Rainwater Holton Sexton. 888-8888. We can meet you online, at your house, or 